0: Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. We come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, we've been doing a series on why kids run away. This show is brought to you by an organization called Million Kids. And Million Kids, one of the services that we operate and offer out to the public is Million Kids Missing Kids. And the reason we do that is that we train on things like human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, things like that where kids get in trouble or kids get violated. And one of the things that I can tell you that is very, very common in a case of especially uh, what we call child sex trafficking or minor sex trafficking, most of these kids are not m- what you call children per se. They are certainly they're minors, but they're usually 14, 15, 16 years old. They fall in love with somebody online. They meet somebody at a mall. They're not happy at, at home Uh Their home life is uh, really a mess. And the next thing you know, they go missing. And so that is why Million Kids created Million Kids Missing Kids, because it is believed that one out of six kids who run away will end up being a victim of sex trafficking within the first 48 hours. The reason for that is they've made some sort of uh, maybe unplanned and rash decision that they're going to get out there and make it on their own, and somebody will come along with them and offer them a place to stay or some food or to include them in a group of other young people that have ran away, and pretty soon they're being um, coerced into making a little money uh, by doing commercial sex, and the next thing you know, they are being trafficked. Uh, Not only are they being put out for commercial sex, but they often don't get the money that they earn. So it's very, very important that we find and start to make an effort to find a young person that has ran away almost immediately once we know that they're gone. So we offer this service to parents who go to the police department and uh, they will file the police reports and then they come to our website at millionkids.org fill out our form, and we will send out tens of thousands of flyers to help find that child. And we have been involved in the locating of many kids, and in some cases, the return home. Sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. But one of the things that I got to thinking about is that what causes kids to run away? My previous program that we did a couple of weeks ago, We talked about when kids are running to something or running from something because kids are usually either running from something or they're running to something. Uh, I was quoting uh, someone that is uh, named James Lehman. He is a social worker, master social worker. Um, He's saying kids run away uh, because they don't have good problem solving skills. Running away is an either-or kind of solution. It's kind of a black and white kind of thinking. Kids run away uh, because they don't want to face something. That includes emotions that they don't want to deal with. The S, the adolescent who runs away has run out of problem-solving skills and leaving home, along with everything that is overwhelming them, seems to solve the immediate problem. I thought that uh, that was an excellent statement that was uh, that he was communicating there. As I started to look at this, and the last time we talked about they're running from something, maybe they're in an unstable environment, Maybe uh, the home life isn't what it ought to be. Maybe they're doing drugs and they want to do more of them and it's difficult at home. Or maybe they're uh, just something has happened at school where they've been bullied or shamed or they're flunking out of a class and they don't know how to deal with it. So the opposite of that is if you want to kind of help your child so that they don't feel the need to run away. One of the things that you need in in the the growth process, shall we say, is really one of the the critical things is to have good problem-solving skills. And that cognitive thinking is really one of those things that it doesn't really kick in until after you go through puberty, I think. But it is important way back when, when their first learning decision-making skills that you share with your child that it isn't always black and white. Uh, You know, they can make this decision and that will have a consequence. They can make that decision that might solve the problem, but it might have another consequence with it and have those kinds of discussions about making a variety of kinds of decisions in those kinds of cases. So a good Uh, decision processes is really important. I also think that it's very important for a child to feel safe at home. And that's a discussion that probably seems like it's uh, a given that you don't really talk about it, but it is important that a child feels safe at home so that they're not running away to get away from something. Uh, is it, is it a household where there's a stable kind of thinking going on? Or is there a lot of alcoholism or drug dealing and things that can make it so that a child doesn't feel safe? Or where they're only with one parent a long uh, part of the time? That's another thing. I think it's important to check in with your kid and, and talk with them. You know, how's it going? Uh, anything here I can help you with? Um uh, You know, you can you can just show interest in their lives. You know, how did go at school today? Even if they ignore you, even if they shine you on, they know that you want to to um, find out. And by the way, that isn't something that you just kind of say and walk away. It's important that you listen. Let your child be heard. And uh, that's, I think, a, a really important way to kind of look at it and say, I'm interested in you and I care. We need to really train ourselves to listen to each other within a household. And that's very important, of course, between spouses. And it's also important with your child. Uh, if your child is at risk of running away and you know that they have friends that have done so, you know, temper your comments about other kids' behavior, but ask your child what do they think of that. Uh, you know, reinforce with them how valuable they are and you hope that they never really take that path, that together you can sit down and figure out ways to help them solve their problems. But for the rest of this show, I want to talk about when kids are not running away from something, but rather when they're running to something. And so that that can be a very big deal. And that's often what we find in our business when we have young people that just suddenly disappear. And uh, and it can be something where they're wanting to meet up with someone they met online. Uh, maybe they think that they're going to get a job and make a whole lot of money. Uh, maybe they think that um, they're going to go out and join other friends who are living on the street and that looks romantic to them. Uh, Maybe they're looking to hook up with someone that either from school or, or somewhere else. So we want to talk about when they're running to something, you know, a parent knows their child, or at least they should, and they need to be able to kind of gauge what's going on with that person. If that child is cutting, they're telling you they're running from something and that something is going on that they cannot bring themselves to cope with. Maybe they want an unusual amount of privacy. They shut the door when you go by or they start to hide their cell phone uh, or they're barring somebody else's cell phone and wanting to communicate with people. That, that's an indication there that they're looking to do something that they can't discuss with you. And that should be a big red flag that if they are having those kinds of secrets, a secret life, a secret communication, maybe a secret hookup, then you need to be able to think that out and sit down with them and start to have that conversation. Watch for signs that they might be in a fantasy relationship. In other words, they idolize somebody else. Um, They uh, seem to be infatuated with them unrealistically and they don't really know a whole lot about that person, you'll want to be real careful there that you don't just wade in and start putting that other person down because if you're in a fantasy relationship, that fantasy is very important to you and anybody who's going to attack that fantasy is going to become public enemy number one to that child so you've got to learn how to kind of finesse this and deal with it and be able to understand what is going on and help your child make good cognitive decisions about that relationship so i want to continue to talk about what it's like when they run to someone my name is opal singleton i'm the president and ceo of million kids And we are coming up against that break, so I'm gonna ask you to stay with us and we'll be
1: right back. Are you tired of eating at the same old restaurants? Let me tell you about a fabulous Italian restaurant we found in Riverside, Mama Mia's Italian Restaurant. Their caprese salad is exquisite with candied balsamic glaze. All of their sauces are special recipes using only the best olive oils. The salads are fresh and healthy. They offer a wonderful array of pastas including shrimp scampi, capellini, bolognese, and lasagna. They're famous for their gourmet pizza, and you can order online for takeout or have a special date for dining in with family and friends. Mamma Mia's cater special occasions and host private events. You have to try it out. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant, located at 10971 Magnolia Avenue in Riverside, one block north of La Sierra on Magnolia. That's Mamma Mia's in Riverside. Be sure to tell Michael, Alex, or Joseph, you heard it on AM 590, The Answer.
0: Hello, this is Opal Singleton of millionkids.org. I believe the four most powerful words on earth are I believe in you. So we created a challenge coin that says, I believe in you on one side and stand tall, you are loved on the other side. This one-of-a-kind challenge coin is a perfect gift for birthdays, anniversaries, graduation, Christmas presents, or just an anytime gift for someone you love. What a powerful message for a parent or a grandparent to give to a young person. This two inch coin is made of polished gold. It's striking to look at and it is priceless to hold. It is packaged in a beautiful black velvet gift box. What a great way to leave a legacy of love that will last forever. To purchase this coin, go to millionkids.org gallery. Each coin is $25. Go to millionkids.org gallery to purchase and give a legacy of love.
1: Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM590, the answer.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton. We're with Million Kids, and we are talking about when kids run away. Before we get deep into what kids are running to, I did want to finish off the segment about when they're running from something. If you've had, a, let's say, an altercation, a difference in opinion with a child, and you've used words like, if you leave, you can't come back, think about what is going on there. You may not mean that at the time, but your child will hear that, and that's really important if if you're in that kind of situation, your family really does need to reach out to a third party and work through some of the issues. We're seeing that because there's so much public emphasis on the LGBTQ community, the trans community. And we're seeing, especially in Los Angeles, Los Angeles is kind of the capital of the United States where kids that are either gay or uh, you know uh, trans that that get thrown out of their house. They come out of the the situation telling the parent and uh, the parent says, then you need to pack up and leave. And that child is put in a very, very difficult situation. So, you know, think about that before you go there and, and uh, start to issue ultimatums to your kids. Many kids on the street today are there because they feel like they can't return home because whatever problem that was going on out there that caused them to run is still there and it hasn't been resolved and there's no open door to having a discussion to resolve it. So those are some of the kinds of things. Same way with drugs. Uh, They get on drugs and a parent will throw them out. Uh, I, I would really ask you to... Think about that. You may not agree with some of the directions that your child is headed, but I hope you never reach a point where your child is thrown out on the street, because once they're out there in Los Angeles, there is a huge community of males that whose family have said, if that's how you're going to be, you're not going to live in my house. And that child is literally running for their lives out there, trying to find some way to survive. And often end up in what they call survival sex, and their lives become really upside down. So, thinking about that, I want to talk about what kids run to, and this will often take us back to the discussion that we usually have related to things like sex extortion or sex trafficking. It oftentimes when we handle missing kids, missing kids. It's a young person who has met someone online and they just want to know a little more about them. Are they real? They don't intend to disappear. And I've had so many of those cases where The kid thinks they're just going to meet up with him for a few minutes, see if they're really like that, and then they'll go back to the same relationship and poof, those kids are gone. So a lot of times this is number one reason for you mom and dad to check your kid's phone regularly, know who they're talking to and what they're doing. If your kid has apps that you don't know how to use or read I'm going to ask you to get someone to teach you to be able to use those apps. Your child should never have an app that you don't know how to use. You think that they're all going to take place on Facebook where you can read it. Okay. But our kids aren't on Facebook. They're on dating sites. There's a lot of dating sites. I was I was studying one yesterday called My LOL. Never heard of it. It's got... I can't remember how many millions of users, something like 55 million, but don't quote me on that. But it's a lot bigger than any of us knew. I thought, who is that? But we're starting to see all these cases of uh, kids who have run away or are being blackmailed or they're being put into uh, commercial sex. And and it's on this app called My LOL. And uh, so, you know, take a look. If your kid is on a dating site That's a bit scary. That's what we call available and vulnerable. And, you know, I don't think any young person ought to be on a dating site until they're an adult because they don't have the cognitive reasoning skills to be able to determine who's safe and who's not safe out there. And I can guarantee you that pedophiles and predators prey on dating sites and hookup sites. Hookup sites are sites like Grindr and uh, whisper and uh, meet me and like that. And a lot of times uh, the very nature of a hookup site indicates that that, uh, they're not in it for a commitment. And predators will often meet kids in those dating sites and they start to build a fantasy relationship. Now, how does that look? Your child is probably posting something on there that leaves a wide open door. Something like, you know, mom and dad are fighting again or I'm flunking out of school or, you know, uh, I'm I'm homesick today. Oh, God forbid. I've seen those way too often where they give out their address and the person shows up and it's really a bad deal. But they're they're reaching out for someone they don't know. And that person will often times arrange for that child to sneak out and meet up with them. Uh, I can go on and on forever of stories. One of them I was thinking of was down in Escondido. He was 16 years old. He, He met this guy in a video game chat room. The parents had intervened a couple of times and said, what are you doing with this guy? You know, why are you having sexual conversations with him? And they even had apparently had gone on and told the predator, leave our son alone. Now, you don't do that. That's a no, 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 no. Don't alert them that, you know, simply take all that information and go immediately to law enforcement, especially cyber crimes units, so they can stand in for you. But what happened with this young man was that he was really in a fantasy with the pedophile that was on the other end. This guy lived in Orlando, Florida, and the kid lived down in Escondido, California. And what happened is that he went to school one day and he didn't come home. And this man had flown out from Orlando. And this is not a rare case. It's just one I happen to remember right now. But he flew out from Orlando. He met the guy at school after he got out of school. Keep in mind, this kid's sixteen. The guy went, the young man went willingly with this guy over to LAX, and they boarded a flight to Orlando. By the time the parents had realized he wasn't coming home and that he had left school with this person, they fairly quickly determined it had to be the person that he talked to all the time in the video game chat room. Now, the first thing that should have happened is once the parents understood this was happening, they should, number one, alert law enforcement and number two, get psychological counseling for this young man and do it quickly so that a third party can help them work through that fantasy. Well, as it turned out, the FBI got involved very quickly and they were able to pick them both up as they were getting off the plane in Orlando and be able to, to resolve it. Same kind of case happened up in uh, Fresno. She was 12, and uh, he was 32, I think he was. Maybe he was forty. That His name was uh, Larson, Nate, uh, Nathan Larson. He died in prison recently. But uh, he's talking to this 12-year-old girl, and he convinces the girl that he's going to come out and meet up with her. And she sneaks out her bedroom window in the middle of the night. The parents never knew she was gone. And uh, he picked her up, went to the Fresno airport and was laying over with her back in uh, Denver airport when someone thought the behavior of the two was odd and decided to get the girl away and rescue her. The parents never even knew she wasn't in her bedroom. This all took place so fast. So this is a girl who's running to something. She's 12 years old. And she visualizes him to be completely different than he is. But by the time she's in the car with him and going off to the airport, it is too late. She isn't going to be able to get free from him. This man was a convicted pedophile. He operated a dark web child pornography ring. And this man was uh, 40-some years old. I think she must have been very surprised by the time she got in the car and saw what he really looked like because it wasn't going to be anything like the person that she had developed this fantasy for. This guy even uh, brought a wig to uh, make her look old and makeup to make her look older than she was. This girl is 12 years old. So that's when a, a person starts running to something that they don't really understand what they're getting themselves into. There are many of these kinds of cases, but one of the things that I really hope to bring home here is that with the onset of the internet, what we're seeing is a lot of kids making decisions adult decisions to go out and meet up with someone when i talk in schools i talk with kids and i say whatever you do do not do not go out and get in a car with someone or go out and meet up with them they ran a sting here in riverside last year and they had 25 guys show up thinking they're going to have sex with a 14 year old and three of them were carrying loaded weapons once you're in that car your life changes forever and you're not going to be able to get out like you think well we're up against that break folks so stay with us we'll be right back
1: societal shift a world without borders and a home without walls this is the most important book you will read this year especially if you have children or grandchildren we are living at the most important time in all of history in 2020 the entire world will be connected by internet more than six billion people coming together Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno-impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, paperware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement teachers and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo, and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S.org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today million kids takes checks and credit cards opal singleton the author will personally sign the book and send it to you again go to millionkids.org and order societal shift today join million kids keep our kids safe from predators
0: Hello, and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton, and we're talking about when kids run away. They can run from things, and they can run to things. And I just want to tell you how much I appreciate all of you that support the work of me and kids, especially that allow us to have the resources that we need to be able to do me and kids, missing kids, We, uh, that is a very serious ministry of ours. And, uh, it is very important that we try to locate that young person just as soon as we know that they're missing and start to understand where they're going and what they're doing. It brings to mind, I was talking about the Fresno girl, it brings to mind a a case of a girl here in, uh, in Bakersfield. Her name was Patricia Alatori. She was cute as a bug. She was 13 years old. And, uh, very, very um, smart, very popular, high energy. Everybody loved her. She was just cute as she could be. Patricia Alatori, well, she went online, and um, she lived in Bakersfield, and she met a guy down here in Englewood. She's uh, 13, he's 23, and uh, he shows up. At some point, they were together. We don't know if it was consensual or not. We just know from the testimony that it did end in sex. She's only 13. But the second time she put her clothes under her bedspread and snuck out. And uh, this is when a kid is running to something. And in this case, she was running to him. We don't know if it's she felt threatened uh, or if she was in a, in a kind of a fantasy for him. But she did get in his pickup truck and they later found her body where she had been raped and, and strangled. And so it is important when a child runs away to understand are they running from something or are they running to something so that you know how to intervene. I think that this is an important conversation to have with your child if you, um, before you give them a phone and while they have a phone, that if they ever hook up with someone and they think they're going to go out and meet up with them that you need to be able to have that conversation. And mom and dad, I would never worry about violating their privacy. I'm always amazed at the number of parents who say, well, I want to respect their privacy. You know, this child's 12, this child's 13, they're needing guidance to make good decision making skills. And part of checking their phone is that you can reward them because they've made good decisions. Somebody sent them a friend request and they didn't take it. Let's reward that, okay, and talk about how important that is that you never hook up with strangers. This is, this is really important because kids sometimes think life's better out there. Uh, we have a big trend going on right now for whatever reason. There's a lot of homeless teenagers now. Way too many homeless teenagers. What I, I don't get it. And why you'd want to leave the safety and comfort of your own home to go out and live in a, in a group of people that are living down by the river is beyond me. But, you know, a lot of young people think, oh, that's going to be a great life. I'll hitchhike. I'll make some money. You know, I'll do some odd jobs and like that. Another thing that kids often run to is they think someone is going to take care of them other than the situation they have. And that's a common kind of thing that pedophiles and predators will use is that, you know, I'm sorry that your, your folks aren't there for you or they're gone or they don't have any money or, you know, that you're not being heard and listened to. I will take care of you one of the important things i think that we need to teach our young people is that i'm going to take care of myself if i'm having to depend on other people to take care of me they're going to want something in return and it's very important to teach your children to be independent i uh i can still remember my own mother she's like i shouldn't have taught you to be so darn independent cuz you never came home <laughs> you know <laughs> I moved from, from uh, the Midwest out here to California when I was 19 and uh, I was running to something. I wanted to be a California I didn't, I just, you know, I was from Kansas and that wasn't my cup of tea at all, you know, but uh, it is important to teach your children to be independent and to understand their, what they want and their values. I've often thought, and uh, it's It's easier said than done. It's easy for me to sit here and give advice when you're living the real life with your children. But I've often thought that it's really important as children are going through puberty that you explore the possibilities with them. You know, uh, what do you know about yourself? And you are who you are, but what is it that you want to be? Are you funny? Are you cute? Are you talented one way or the other? Um, You know, are you a responsible young person? Do you make good decisions? Do you see yourself as a leader or a follower? Uh, Are you someone that that has now thought out your moral values? I always say that there needs to be a conversation about moral values using the Internet, that uh, what you do online is really your moral values. And it says a whole lot about you. I was listening to a father who was grieving the loss of his son a while back, and uh, this is one of those case, cases where his son had gotten hooked up with uh, someone he thought was uh, a hot 14-year-old girl. And this happens in so many cases where the kid is in a video game chat room and they forget that live streaming works both ways. And this kid was being blackmailed and he ended up committing suicide uh, very shortly after the blackmail began. But I, I thought it was interesting because the father said, you know, I realize now that a phone says a whole lot about a human being. That when you look at your child's phone, it tells you, are they responsible or are they not? Do they take chances? Do they play games? Are they belligerent? Are they bullying others online? Are they participating in uh, pornography? Uh, You know, are they sending out uh, emails or texts to people uh, that are that are indicate, you know, maybe not the best attitude? Uh, Are they willing to take shortcuts? All of those things will tell you about your child. And that I do believe he's absolutely right. Looking at a phone says a lot of things about you. And uh, that's true of you as an adult, too. Maybe you ought to look at your phone (laughs) and decide if you like you or not. (laughs) I just thought I'd mention that. But anyway, but it is true that we need to to start to talk to our young people about making healthy decisions. And if they're not, those are big red flags that you shouldn't just kind of walk away and go, well, I'm not happy about that, but you know, he's going to do what he's going to do, or she's going to do what she's going to do. No, if your child is getting a lot of alone time and they're making bad decisions, you know, we, you need to talk them out and say, not yell, not point your finger, but simply say, you know, let's talk about what were the possibilities there in that decision process. It reminds me of a case I had many years ago down in, uh, it was in Redlands, and she was a very bright young, I think, 14-year-old girl, maybe 12. Anyway, uh, she was talking to a guy in Australia and um, mom had to work all day she was a single mom so but she trusted this girl and the girl had developed a relationship with a guy in australia and she was totally in, in infatuated with him they play she couldn't wait to get home from school and play video games together and then one day the guy says to her hey I'm, you know uh, i uh, want to send you a gift well he's in australia so she's not afraid okay she gives her address the very next day, day, the guy goes, you know, my aunt is in San Diego on her way to Las Vegas. How about if she stops by and gives you a gift from me, I'll I'll arrange it for you. And uh, she'll just stop for a minute and give you my gift. And she never gave it a thought. You know, the guy's in Australia. Okay, fine. It's an aunt, you know. And the next morning, his mom's about to go out the door. The young girl looked at her and goes, oh, my gosh, mom, I just realized I've given somebody my address and they're coming by in a few minutes and I'm going to be all by myself. And the mom, of course, freaked and she called into work and she stayed home and they put the girl inside the house and the mom waited on the on the uh, curb. And sure enough, a van pulls up with some really scary looking people in it. And this young man gets out. And he starts talking to mom and mom says she's not here. And they finally drove away. But what happened is the girl was hiding inside the house. She texts over to Australia to say, hey, your aunt is here. And when she did, that text went off right in front of mom. There never was a guy in Australia. He always was a pedophile predator living not too far away that was looking for a way to hook up with her. But that girl came to her senses and she made good cognitive decisions and it turned out well, and mom and I are proud of her. This is Opal Singleton. We're up against that break, be right back. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I wanna tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light. And we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16. I'll sign it and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, Educate Yourself About How to Keep Our Kids Safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer.
1: Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-934. 4 5. That's 951 781 9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems.
0: Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Royalty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens and she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax max 951-733-8899 that's 951-733-8899 951-733-8899 am 590 the answer hello and welcome back to exploited crimes and technology this is opal singleton and we've been talking about what to do when kids run away why they run away and what you can do different about that. Well, I want to give you one more case that I saw that a young lady that would never, ever run away, never would even consider it. She was very bright, very smart, uh, went to a private school. And by the way, folks, you know, this, this whole, uh, sex extortion and, and like that is happening to some of the most naive kids. And, um, and that's always a difficulty for me because I don't want to lay a whole lot of negative on kids that are naive. By the same token, if you put them online with uh, social media, you know, their naive, naivety okay, is uh, really a, a difficult thing for them because they're unable to visualize just how bad bad is. And, um, you know, it's a it's kind of a toss up because you don't want your kid to have to experience a lot of negativity and and that kind of thing that is unnecessary. By the same token, if they're going to live online, they need to know who's on there with them and that some of those people are going to be out to get them. In this case, this girl went to a private school. Very sharp young lady. And she just wanted to see what this guy was like. And as she got in the car, he locked the door and grabbed her phone. She was unable to get away. And I I really want parents to understand this because now you understand why we run Million Kids Missing Kids. Time is of the essence when that child disappears. In that particular case, her phone was found out on the 10 freeway in a ditch by a worker And uh, and it was turned in and this guy had thrown her phone right out the window. In this case, he took her out of state. And so nobody had any clue and nobody had any clue that she was missing for quite a while because she left school to do this. And uh, as he took her away, it wasn't until several hours later that the parents realized she wasn't in class and that uh, and that she had not come back from leaving the school. And uh, this was happened, I believe, in a lunch period or something like that. Uh, I know, you know, people get a bad rap, but I know a particular Homeland Security agent that gave up his entire Christmas holiday for this, trying to find this girl. Um, While everybody else was out having time with their family, he actually went to Las Vegas and found her in Las Vegas being trafficked. And uh, I can guarantee you this beautiful young lady never thought she was running away. And I just want to give you that case because you don't know if they're plotting and planning and this is what they want to do. You don't know if it's intentional that they actually leave with someone or if, in fact, this young person is just so naive, they don't realize what's about to happen to them. This is one reason why I share about the undercover case that the guys all did last spring, year ago now, in that case. Uh, they've run some since, and I, I am very, very proud of both Riverside and San Bernardino sheriff departments that participate in these stings. And what they do is they're talking to people online that think they're a 14-year-old girl And if they actually ask to meet up with that girl, then law enforcement will go out and and, uh, meet up with them and arrest them, kind of like uh, to catch a predator, if you remember those days. But this is real important to do that. As I mentioned earlier, three of those guys out of 25 were carrying loaded weapons. Well, our young lady that decided to just leave school early and uh, not tell anybody, but just simply go out and meet up with this guy. According to everything we heard after the fact, she just thought she was going to get in the car, meet him, talk for about five, 10 minutes, and then get back into school. And nobody would ever have known it happened. But it does not happen that way. So all of these are factors and indicators of what can happen. This is the reason why if you have a missing or runaway child, you need to try to figure out what's going on in their life. Do they make good decisions, or do they are they just impulsive? Uh, do they just decide that they're going to take off with other kids that are running away, or maybe they're they're all going to go down to the homeless encampment and be together, or they're going to uh, you know take a trip to L.A. together just for the fun of it, and they fully intend to come back, but they want their their uh, privacy. It's important to understand what is behind your child being a missing child. Are they mad at you? Uh, Was there some sort of fight? Is it something in the household that they don't want to live there or they want to live there? They just want the bad stuff to go away and they don't have that ability to fix it. Are they uh, into drugs? Are they being abused? Are they doing other activity that are high risk activities? Or perhaps it's just the opposite, where they're doing okay, but they've met somebody online. All of those are factors that you have to ask questions. But here's the point. You need to take action immediately. If your child is missing, you need to take that action immediately. Go to the police department. They probably aren't going to pull out all the stops and do it right now, but they will get the word out there and they will look for them. And then you can contact me and kids, missing kids, and we will prepare the flyers. We have to have a police report, though, and we have to refer them to a police department. We ourselves are not out there doing private investigation stuff. However, I do know two private investigators that are very good at these kinds of cases and they can be very, very helpful. And if you ever want a referral on that, uh, I highly recommend them. In fact, um, they often do speaking on behalf of million kids and they specialize. And we've had her on the show. That's Linda Berg Herring. She specializes in missing and runaway kids and kids that are that are in some sort of trouble, whether it's online or in person. But you do need to take action. But the action I would suggest to you is start early. Look at your child and start to say, you know, I want you to know you're very loved and we are very proud of you and start to share what is going on with you. And I hope that you don't run away. But if that comes to that, I hope that you'll be able to sit down and talk with me about it. And I hope that I can be, um, open enough with you that you feel like that you can discuss it but either way you're very very important to this family and we want you to feel safe and we want you to make good decisions here so that's all part of growing up and leadership every one of us have wanted to run away from something trust me there are days of this job i think to myself i'm gonna run away <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, but we all have that. But when you're like 12, 13, 14, even 11, you're hormonal. You're still trying to develop your identity. You're you're maybe not making strong cognitive decisions. And I, I take you back to that: is teaching your child to make good, healthy decisions and decisions that will help them be a leader is really the way that you can make your child a leader and help them make a quality life for themselves. And that's important throughout your entire family, whether it's a blended family or a separate family, you know, being able to to look out for each other. uh, It takes me back to the phrase we all use at Million Kids, and that is, I believe in you. And that's what that child needs to hear, no matter how old they are. It doesn't hurt for the spouses either, by the way. (laughs) Spouses want to run away sometimes too. Life gets tough. It can be very tough, okay? But we can look out for each other. We can be proud of each other. We can support each other. And we can teach each other to make good decisions by what if we try that? What if we try this? Maybe we try a little humor instead of all the explosion. And we lower the temperature so that people can talk and that you can share your concerns and you can build a strong foundation between each other. So I hope this two series is a two session series has been helpful for you. My name is Opal, O-P-A-L, and you can always write to me at opal at millionkids.org. And if you have it in your heart to donate to our organization, we would truly appreciate it. This organization is ran at the at the generosity of local people like yourself that care deeply about the children in our community and the kids in your own life and everything in us wants our kids to be successful and not be exploited. So I ask you to, Think about this this week. Talk about your family and come together and and support each other and put your arms around each other and let them know that you believe in them. By the way, we sell I believe in you, challenge coins at MeAndKids.org If you want to buy one and give that to them, it'll be a gift. They will never forget. So I hope this has been helpful. You folks take good care of each other. Look at your spouse. Tell them you're proud of them. Put your arms around your kid. We're gonna see you next Saturday at three o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer.
1: This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 Freeway or click BMWofRiverside.com.